Good morning. I'm Peter Inch along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the Ultimate Home Comfort Show, presented by Roy Inch and Sons Heating, Air Conditioning and Plumbing, a service experts company, nine-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, seven-time winner of the London Free Press Best of London, four-time winner of the Top Choice Award, and three-time winner of the Best of Home Stars. We thank you for listening today. Hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information about your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. Uh, But we want you to be part of this show. We'd love to have your questions. So if you can email your question to peter.inch at serviceexperts.com, and you can listen next Saturday for the answers live on the Inch by Inch, the Ultimate Home Comfort Show. 1,097 likes on Facebook, Steve. So that's up from last week? Of 1,096. Oh, so we jumped up one? One, and one the week before. So there's 52 weeks in the year. We're going we're gonna to be up 52 by the end of the year. Perfect. That works. Uh, we got to give a couple of shout-outs. Connie Pritchard uh, in Byron. Yep. Uh, we are out and did a duck cleaning for her, and she uh, mentioned that she listens to the show. Uh, and uh, Gary George uh, of London got a water heater from us and mentioned the show. Nice. Now, I don't think he got it from you, though, Steve, did he? He didn't, he didn't ask for the Steve Gilbert no, so the, radio they, personality. He could have asked for me, and I would have been more than happy to go and see them. So if you, if you want to see Steve's face instead of his voice, <laughs> when you call in, make sure you ask for Steve, and uh, we will get him out there to uh, give you a price on whatever you need. But thanks, Connie and Gary. Yes. We appreciate that very mm-hmm. much. Yeah. Um. We should talk about a game. We're caring for our heroes that have been taking care of us as we are locked down for another week or two more. Yeah. Um, but there's, in an effort for their effort, we are offering them a free Priority Plus membership to our first responders, our military, and our teachers. Right. So, uh you know, make sure you mention to our uh, technicians or our sales team um, that you're, you know, a first responder in the military or a veteran or a teacher, and they will uh, walk you through our Priority Plus membership. Absolutely. Now, we had an email that came in for John, and i got to apologize to John. I think he sent this in, and I didn't get the email. Oh. So he sent it again because he didn't hear it on the following week, so... Good morning. I'm inquiring about how to determine what MERV rating of air filter is suitable for my furnace. I have a Bryant furnace that is approximately 12 years old. Um, The model has a high-end ECM motor. I recently replaced the MERV 8 filters with a MERV 11. As cooling season is coming up, how do I know if the MERV 11 will be okay for the increased airflow required for cooling. Thanks, John. Then, because I didn't see that or didn't get it, he said, the only other thing I'd like to add to my original question is that when the furnace blower goes from 18 Celsius setback temperature to 20 Celsius, 
normal temperature, it causes the ductwork to oil can. With the MERV-8 filter, this ne I never had this problem when the blower speed increased to return to the 20 Celsius. Uh, could this be a problem? Hmm. So a couple of different things going on there. Um, that that MERV-11 filter should be uh, fine for your cooling system as well as your heating system. It depends on the capacity on the size, though. If it's a one-inch MERV-11, it's going to be tougher for it to pull through if it's versus a five-inch MERV-11. I know that may not make a lot of sense, but just the the uh, it just depends on whose filter it is, the, the dimension of it, whether it's one inch, four inch, five inch, um, because a, a, a MERV-11 one inch filter will be a really tight weave, and it may cause that motor to uh, ramp up to a higher speed, uh, which may be some of your oil. So once it starts to get dirty, it's, that motor is even going to run higher. Those smart motors are great uh, on saving hydro, but they compensate for dirty filters because they know that the furnace wants to get so much air through it. So as the filter gets dirty, that motor is going to try and run faster and faster and faster and faster. So when we talk about a one-inch filter and a four-inch and a five-inch, when we talk about the media, you know, and, and don't quote me on the exact numbers, but like a one-inch filter can be have a filter material of let's just say 10 feet. Yep. A four or five inch filter could have filter material of 30 feet right. or 40 feet, which allows it to have uh, more air can travel through it. When I only have 10 feet of media and now I, I create the density to be even more dense and then I add some dirt on top of that, then that oil canning that he's talking about where he doesn't get it with a MERV-8 but he's getting it with a MERV-11, could be a sign that it's either the filter's dirty or it's too dense of a filter. Yeah. That, that, if a MERV-11, if it's one inch, it'll be, it'll be filling up pretty fast. So you have to change that one monthly um, just because that denser material will fill up with dirt that much faster. So um, if, if that's, it sounds to me like that furnace fan is reacting to a, to, to a air capacity issue, causing it to ramp up to a higher speed, and as it ramps up to that higher speed, the chance of oil canning actually goes way up with it as well. Yeah. Right. We, you know, we've heard our technicians doing um, maintenance. They've walked into a house and could hear the motor yeah. just screaming, Yeah. and when they went down and pulled the filter out, it was like the furnace went... Ah, oh, I can breathe and now. Breath and fresh, yes. And the noise went down, and the customer went, "Wow, we wondered what that noise was." Yes. And it, and it was because that filter was dirty. So it doesn't surprise me that when the motor's ramping up, you got a little oil canning again. If it's a one-inch filter. Yeah. If it's a four or five-inch filter, that's a little concerning. And it probably won't do that unless the filter's just dirty. Right. Yes. And it and it needs changing at that point. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is because uh, sometimes you just need to take the filter out. Um, if you've been doing any drywall work in your house at all, that white dust looks invisible on those filters. So the only way you can really tell is by pulling the filter out because it may look white, but that could be white drywall dust. 
And the weight of that filter will tell you that, wow, this thing is really dirty. So keep that in mind if you're doing any drywalling. Uh, just change your filter automatically because that filter will be caked in. And especially if it's a one-inch filter, I'd recommend changing it every day. Yes. For the cost of the filters, yes, to filter that dust so it doesn't get into the furnace or the air conditioner coil. Uh, huge. Yeah. I mean, you'll save double the price or triple the price of those filters from a repair call if we have to come out. Yeah. Now, we didn't talk about curling. Right, but the uh, mixed doubles. Yeah, in uh, Scotland. Scotland. Is uh, happening. Gonna Aberdeen, have... isn't it? Yep. We've got Brad Gucci and Carrie. Carrie Anderson Anderson over there. Uh, so we hope they do well. Oh, and we need to talk about curling just because how the ladies finished up in the world. How'd you do? What are you talking about? <laughs> we, we finished six. We had a bet. <laughs> yeah, but you're in Canada, too. So yeah. let's, let's go. We both didn't pick Canada. We both had Canada. Didn't go. Then I picked Switzerland. Like Switzerland. And I picked Switzerland. So we both tied there. Then I picked Sweden. Yes. And you picked Russia. Yes. And Sweden lost the bronze medal game, and Russia lost the gold medal game. So you won by two spots, I guess. I, yeah, Sweden finished fourth, and Russia finished. So let's talk about the double. Well, just a sec. <laughs> we, we unfortunately we we got a break coming up, but we can talk about the doubles. We also our songs this week are about dogs. Yeah, I saw that. So we'll uh, we'll talk about that. But uh, we will be right back after these short messages. Hound dog. So I'm gonna ask you, Steve. Why do you think I pick songs about dogs? Because you have a dog. No, I was going to Mackey's, a regular trip down to Mackey's. Of course, you're going to Mackey's. Yeah. And my, and one of your favorite singers, Chris Stapleton. Okay. Uh, song came on, and my daughter said to me, "Dad, you gotta listen to this song. You got, you know, turn it up. Don't." Well, I won't say anything. You just kind of listen to the words of this song. And it was called Maggie's Song, and it was about his dog. And oh. how they found it, and then through its life, and then it passed away. So at the end, I had a little tear in my eye dropping down my song. cheek. And my daughter, I knew you'd cry, Dad. I knew you'd cry. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a very good song. If you have a dog, and you've had a dog... Like Flurry, my Flurry, that was a pretty special dog. It it kind of hits home when you listen to that. The fridge opening dog. The fridge opening dog. Yep, came up in my memories this yeah. week. Yeah. So I had to get that out so I don't cry when we get to the end of the show right. in that song place. But now the mixed doubles in Scotland. Uh, what are you asking me to pick? I've got three. I'm going to pick right now. Okay, you go right ahead. Who's so I'm going to pick Canada. Okay. Okay. I'm going to pick Scotland. Okay. And I'm going to pick hmm. 
I'm going to pick Sweden. Okay, I'll wait till next week and no, I'll tell you. No, 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 no. You know, you can't, you can't wait. Because this one, I don't, I haven't been paying a lot of attention to it. So I, of course, will take Canada. I always got to support Canada. The true north, strong and free. This is going to blow your mind. Russia. Oh, you're picking the Ruskies. Really? Wow. Yeah. Hey. Didn't that blow your mind? Oh, yeah. you didn't see that one coming. Yeah, I did not see that one coming. And the United States, USA. I'm going to smoke you again. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll just see. So park that someplace because yep. we'll be bringing that up again. Yeah. I'll keep that for next week. Now, we had some questions come in, says, how long are your wait times for repairs and installations, and what should I expect? Well, interesting. Um, we didn't really experience any um, shortcomings last year in product, but this year is uh, different. So we are getting rationed um, certain things, certain supplies. So... Uh, at this point in time, no equipment issues, touch, touch wood, but that's not to say that's not going to change given that there's a shortage in sheet metal, copper, and other materials, uh, PVCs. So um, I'm just, I guess what I'm just trying to say is you shouldn't delay. If you're going to be doing this, then get it done, get it scheduled, because um, if, if it, you could be in a situation where who knows? I, I really, I can't say, because I, I just don't know. Yeah, I mean, for ourselves, if you sold something today, Saturday, you know, we're probably putting it in Tuesday. Right. You know, for an installation of a new air conditioner or furnace as well. Um, service call, um, we're probably 24, 48 hours. Now, maintenance is a little longer because right now is our busy time for maintenance. Yes. So if you called in to have your air conditioner tuned up, you could be waiting a week or two before we get out to tune that up. So that's why we talk about in February, get your air conditioner scheduled, because um, by the time it gets to when you want it, we're usually booked pretty solid. Right. Uh, duct cleaning, it's within a couple of days that we can be out and, pre and perform duct cleaning. Um, what am I missing? Plumbing. Plumbing. You know, plumbing's booked out a probably two weeks at the present time. Yeah. Um, but we do try to fit in emergencies when we can. Um, but our plumbers are extremely busy at this time, and they're working pretty hard. They are working very hard. Yes. So. Um, so hopefully that gives you an idea. Um, again, what I say is for maintenance is that book it like even right now. Call in and book your furnace maintenance. So that that's scheduled and there and ready for you. It's like a dentist appointment. You book six months out and right. try to yeah. get that all scheduled in. Yeah. Because I, it's hard. I broke my glasses this week, and yeah. I'm having a hard time getting a pair of glasses. So oh, yeah. Well, get just getting some brains. Yeah. So right now, it's super glue looks like what we're going to have to use. Super glue. <laughs> May not be able to fold them closed, but... Uh, at least I'll have two, uh, whatever you call these. What do you call this, Steve? 
don't know, the arms? The arms. You'd have, I'll have two arms instead of one arm, and the glasses sitting crooked on my head. So. <laughs> now, we had a question come in about our 32-point uh, air conditioning tune-up to discuss it. And, and what that is is we are hoping that all of our technicians and everything perform the maintenance all the same way. So we have what we call is a 32-point central air conditioner tune-up list yeah. where, you know, they are to come in, introduce themselves, you know, explain what they're there to do, leave three business cards with you. Why do I leave three business cards, Steve? Because I want you to give a couple to friends. Right. So if somebody neighbor comes over and says, I see you have Roy Trover, you can hand them a business card. We're going to talk to you about any specials we have on our website. Um, they're going to do what is a PRA. It is a personal risk assessment of the uh, of the property. So all our employees need to do a PRA uh, just to make sure that what it does is it makes them aware of any potential hazards around the home. So maybe maybe you're, you've got children who've got toys in the driveway or, or the, just they just cognizant of what's around so they, they can make note of that so that they can work safely. Yeah, and it can be a dog, yep. you know, is, is a safety concern. And they're going to inspect the thermostat, verify settings, check the battery if needed, and they're going to look at the condition of the air filter and make recommendations. If it's a one-inch standard filter, they'll replace it. They're going to check over the blower motor, see if it needs lubricating. Some of the motors do, some are are permanently lubricated, they call it. And they're going to look at the condition of the evaporator coil. They're going to flush the condensate pump or condensate lines. They're going to set the humidifier damper to summer operation and advise you of where that is yep. so that you're aware of it. They're going to wipe down the furnace. I wish they'd do what? Not just wax it. Wax it. But wax the button. At least wipe it down, make sure it's clean. They're going to do Nowadays, they've got that spray wax, right? It's just, it's pretty simple. Well, I have my own wax line, a Peter Inch okay. air conditioner wax line. It, that, takes you know, more, it takes a little more effort. Sales are a little slow on that line. Uh, you know. Yeah, if you have the easy, just squeeze it like the, you know, spray it, wipe done. I mean, everything can get waxed. Yeah, well, we may talk about that. Then, um, they're going to do a visual inspection of the ductwork, and if any of it needs to be sealed up, we'll work at that. They're going to record the make, model, and serial numbers of the equipment. They're going to brush, clean, or flush the condenser coil. So what's that mean? Well, condenser coil gets a lot of uh, dirt around it, so they'll just make sure that there's no fluff or dirt that's sitting there. If it's really dirty, they may have to hose it down, in which case they may talk to you about that. And they're going to oil the condenser fan motor, which is the motor on the air conditioner outside. If there's any bent fins, and what I mean a little bit, yes, not, <laughs> not yes. the whole thing got hail damaged and you need to replace it. But if there's some bent fins, they will fix that on the condenser. They'll inspect the electrical wiring, the loose connections, look for cracks or broken wires. They'll clean the area free of debris. They'll tighten the electrical thermals. They'll verify the supply voltage, verify the fan motor amperage, verify the run capacitor operation, measure the ambient temperature, visually check the refrigeration charge, inspect the refrigeration lines and the insulation. 
They'll wash or wipe down the condenser cabinet, so we're now outside. Measure the temperature drop. What's the temperature drop? Temperature drop is they'll take the temperature between the what's coming back on the return and then what the air conditioner is giving you on the supply side. So there's a differential there that it has to meet, uh, and so that also tells us how well the air conditioner is cooling. And then they're going to um, flush out the condensate pump and condensate lines. We had that earlier, but they're double-checking. Advise the customer on system efficiency. Reseal the line set exit points if needed. Label the AC infuses at the panel. Verify the condition of the contract contactor. And then they're going to renew your membership or offer a membership to you. Right. We'll do that all within an hour, hour and 15 minutes. Yes, we will. They'll go through and check that all out for you. That's what we do on a air conditioner, too. Right. So I think there's more than 32 points if I added this up. I think we started at 32 and we kept adding to it, and nobody's gone back up and changed the number. But it's pretty comprehensive, though. Like, we, we, we make sure that the air conditioner is going to be working properly. And that's what we do every year. Some, some years it may take longer. Some years could take 45 minutes if that, it's not too dirty. But if you're you're maintaining that air conditioner every year, that's what should be looked at every year to make sure it's running right. Oh, kind of thirsty after doing yeah, all that. All that you're parched after yeah. all that talk. Yeah, normally I let you do all the talking. But. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually enjoying this. Yeah, you're on your phone again, doing checking social media. Seeing if I need to respond to any questions. So I have one here. says, I have radon in my home and would like it removed. Do you do that? We do not do radon removal. Uh, there's a vent, there's a ventilation system that has to be installed in the basement, and I would look for someone who specializes only in radon removal. So um, you can find that. You can probably uh, just Google that and just look for... Um, radon removal and so radon removal systems, um, and the government of Canada would actually have a list as well. So if you're looking for somebody who's approved, then you could certainly do that. Now, what are the dangers, or some of the dangers of radon? Well, radon is is it's naturally occurring from uh, it really only is affecting the basement, but um, really it's uh, it's radioactive, so it can cause cancer. So, you know, and and you can, there's companies that will come out and take readings, yeah. uh, areas that they know they have it. It can be vented. Number one is they, they vent it right through your house and out the yeah. roof. Yeah. So with a pipe and some will vent out the side. But, you know, preferably you're looking to get this up high in the atmosphere to blow away. Right. And look at it. But our friend, Mr. Mike Holmes, has done some talks on that. On so, radon? Yeah, so if you want to Google Mike Holmes and radon, it will probably bring that information up uh, and you'll be able to to get some information on it. But unfortunately, um, we we can't do everything. No. Nope. So that's one area that we have, have stopped. And we just stay away from it, yeah. Um, starting to warm up. It is nice. 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 Yep, nice day today. I'm going to get my flowers today. From, Are you from Hemans? They they kept them all winter and made them look beautiful. And I go pick them up and 
put them put them in the pots and really? hang them and every yeah. oh look at those beautiful flowers you've been working hard yeah yeah really that's how, that's, that's how I do it so we'll uh, we'll send you a picture we'll post that's a picture cheating. on Facebook no it's not cheating it, it, it's called using their expertise for what they do so we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back after these short messages who let the dogs out <laughs> the dogs out? Oh, okay. Come. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, I can't hear them, so I, you know, I can't, you know, it's like when we're in the studio, I can hear the songs and go, oh, okay, but when we're, uh, when we're doing these tapes, I don't, I don't necessarily hear them. Sorry. Yeah. Baha men who let the dogs out. Huh? And you wonder how I come up with all these songs. Uh, no, yes. Yeah, you and Google, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm my Google search, they'll be going, what is this guy doing? You and Google. Now, I had a question come in that says, what is the difference between an air handler and an HRV? Oh, well, um, an HRV is a product which actually, you, you, what it does is it, it brings air in from outside and exchanges it for air uh, inside the house. So it's a, it's a fairly large box that sits downstairs. Sometimes we attach it to your fan coil or, or your blower coil or your furnace because to help it move air throughout the entire home. Uh, but uh, some, some, in some cases, your HRV is just attached to your, to your bathrooms and your kitchen and laundry, and it will exhaust. It's called a dedicated system. It will just exhaust those points straight out and replace the house with fresh air. And we would probably introduce that back into the furnace system or the fan system. But a fan system is just designed to connect to, like, your ductwork. So a fan coil connects to the ductwork in typically either an air conditioner or maybe another heat source to drive air throughout the house. So they're, they're separate, but they probably use one another to help deliver fresh air through the house. And so you could have an air handler... That could be could have electric elements in it yep. for heat. Yep. Could have an air conditioner coil on it for yep. air conditioning, and then, like you say, you could have an HRV as well. Yes. That um, so they have HRVs that have dedicated ductwork just for the HRV. Yeah. And then they have, or you can do a simplified method and use the ductwork in the house for most of it. That's right. Yes. Or you could have a hybrid that you dedicate some to bathrooms and kitchen, and then the rest of the house you do it with the regular ductwork. Right, and the way for us to tell is when we go into your house to look, um, I would simply just go into your bathroom and just see if you've got uh, an HRV switch. It'll be a dedicated switch which would say 20, 40, 60, and then you push the button once for 20 minutes, 40 minutes, or 60 minutes um, to turn that ventilation on, and and really what it does is it turns that HRV on and will exhaust not just that bathroom because they're all interconnected. It'll exhaust all the bathrooms. Now, we had uh, we ran into a scenario this 
past week that they had, I call them like a little greenhouse tents that they they put in the basement uh, and they have a fan that is drawing air into that area and then it is enclosed, all the sides, top, bottom, everything is like a little, and then they had a fan to exhaust air out of there. That's right. Yeah. Um, but what they didn't realize was their house was pretty tight. It was negative, actually, yes. And so that fan was drawing air out of the house, and to replace the air in the house, it was bringing it down the uh, the chimney and out the top of the water heater and out of the furnace. So they were bringing carbon dioxide back into their home whenever that was running. So you have to be careful. Right. You know, even with HRVs, how much air they're pulling out and how much air they're coming in, they kind of got to be... Well, they have to be balanced. Like, you can't... Like, an HRV is not designed to uh, to offset someone who's exhausting air out of the house because an HRV is a balanced system. So air coming in usually equals air going out. You can make them slightly positive because you certainly don't want to make them negative. So uh, and what I mean by positive is you're bringing more air in than you are actually letting the HRV put air out. Um, that's positive. Positive is a good thing in a house. Negative is a bad thing. Well, in these um, greenhouse tents, I'll call them, I mean, the reason what I said is, well, just hook that, that fan to the outside. So it draws air from outside through that tent and there's oxygen outside. They said, it's too cold, Peter. It'll start bringing in cold air at night to war, yes. and then it will kill all the plants that are inside. Yes. And I went, oh, good point. Didn't think of that. Yes. Well, now you have to be concerned that you have to install a high-efficiency furnace that brings its air in from outside, yes. and you have to install a, a different style of water heater. Right. And if they're still exhausting, there's, because they exhaust a lot of air, you have to at least put makeup air in there someplace. So there is a makeup air there, which is set up that um, as it's exhausting, it can pull air out of that tube and then mixes with room air to warm it up before it hits. And the guy said uh, they are seeing a lot more of these. Yes. So a lot more. Yeah, that it's it's becoming more common that when they're in a basement, they're they're running across this. And we said, well, you really got to check these things. Especially because if they put it in a brand new home, which really doesn't have a lot of air, you're probably opening up a window yeah. to try to get the air it needs to because the house will go negative. You just wait for a house to go negative is, you know, you... You open a door and the door slams shut. Yeah. Um, so you know that, okay, something's going on. And the door's not hanging wrong. The door's hanging properly. But, yeah, the door will slam shut if you know you're really negative. I don't know. I, I even said, with these guys, you light a match and put it by the uh, intake or the exhaust of the water heater that's yeah. going up the chimney, yeah. and the match blows out. Yeah, I said that's a pretty good sign that you got air rushing down that chimney, not going up the chimney. Yes. So, and you know, the other way I've seen guys is they light a piece of paper and then blow it out so that it's smoking, and then they watch the smoke, you know, blowing up or down. So, many different ways we got to do it safely, but if you're not sure, give us a call. We can definitely send a guy out to take a look at that. 
and uh, see what's going on. Now, this one we haven't heard in a while, Steve. Like probably five years. That's oh. a question. Okay. I have an electronic air cleaner. Wow. Cool. My wife was reading that ozone levels are not healthy. Also, there is a smell when I clean it. When I clean the filter, it's like a metal-type smell. Is this true? So, um, electronic air cleaners do produce an acceptable amount of ozone, which is allowed in the home. They, they, if, if they were producing too much, they wouldn't be, you wouldn't be able to install them or allow them to put them in. Um, it, but it's also important, sometimes they, they can produce ozone because the return air is not installed properly. So usually on those electronic air cleaners, they wanted turning vanes put in the return air scoop so that if the air coming across was hitting that, that air cleaner evenly, uh, that's what I remember, but it's been such a long time. So they're not just a, just throw it on and expect it to work. They require a little bit more uh, fine tuning so, so that the air is going across that filter evenly. Uh, otherwise, they can produce more ozone than what, than what they're supposed to. And they used to be people would put them in the dishwasher. Yeah, to clean them, but you got to watch that guitar string. Right, and yeah. the pegs of the dishwasher can bend the metal. Yeah, a plate or could hit the the strings and break those. Right, so you need to be flatten the racks down when you're, you're going to use the dishwasher. Yeah. And then that's where you get some real strong arcing going on that could lead to more smell. Yes, and the metal smell. I I know what he's talking about. It's almost like a taste in your mouth. Yeah, but a lot of people would only see that if they went away for a week, and they come back and open the door and walk in, and they, what's that? You know, and, and it would be more prevalent because the house was locked up or closed up. Yeah, I don't know, but now people would be home all the time, hopefully opening doors and that. Now, when we come back from the break, I'm going to ask you: Can you replace the electronic? Uh, cells with a filter or do you have to replace the entire unit but we want to check um, we want to talk about a little bit about that when we come back but we're going to be right back after these short messages I love my dog as much as I love for you for you may think my dog will always come through all he asks from me is the food to give well, welcome spring. back a little cat stevens i love my dog <laughs> and we're going to finish it out with the song that started the whole thing at the end maggie's song Chris Stapleton. I'm even going to exit the show a little early Are you? so that we can play a little more of that song. That's all, what a good song. Or maybe I just don't want you to talk anymore. Steve. Thank you. That Thank you. Thank you. So the question there is, can I replace an electronic uh, air cleaner cells with a filter or should I replace the entire unit? Okay. Well, good question. Um, obviously, um, it was a, a, 
those electronic care cleaners, most of them were made by a company called Honeywell, as we all know Honeywell. Uh, Honeywell made those filters. So when they saw the market trends starting to turn, they decided that they needed to make a paper cartridge which would fit their electronic cabinets so that they didn't lose filters or filter sales. So they do make a filter which would fit inside that cabinet. A couple of things which are really important though, there are four pieces to that electronic air cleaner inside. There's the two big cells, but then there's also two little screen filters as well, metal screen filters. If you're going to switch to paper, all four of those pieces have to come out. You can't leave the little screen filters in and put the paper in because you're going to cause your furnace to, to overheat because it's too much resistance on the, on the furnace, as well as your air conditioner coil will freeze up as well. So if you're going to go to paper, you have to take all four of those pieces out before you put the paper cartridge in. And, and you have to make sure there's no power to that filter. Right. Because paper and electricity makes smoke. So it's important that, that there's no power to that filter anymore and all four pieces are out of that cartridge. And some of them have a little plastic stoppers on the bottom, bottom. Yep. that won't allow the filter to slide in. And that was for them to stop somebody from doing that. Right. So disconnect the power and then remove the plastic stoppers and a filter will slide in there. But that disconnect the power, if you didn't hear me, disconnect the power because we've seen fires that have happened because of that and want to make sure. Now, if they're saying, whoa, maybe I just want to put in a whole new one, it's pretty simple because the, the new filter racks are about the same size. Yes. So they don't, they don't, we don't have to change the boot, it's called, which is beside the filter. We can just remove that one, um, disconnect like disconnect the boot, disconnect the filter, uh, re reattach the boot to the new filter, reattach the filter to the furnace, and away we go. And this time of year, everybody should be turning their humidifiers off. Yes. Turning the damper from open to close because you don't want that cold air going past that uh, humidifier. Yeah. Or even change it to summer to winter. Or if you have an HRV, you should probably turn it off. If you've got an ERV, you can continue to operate it. And the most important thing? Take your air conditioner cover <laughs> off. Still driving around, seeing people with air conditioner covers on? Well, because they're not you. Yeah. <laughs> Should have been washed and put away by the... Oh, yeah. A yeah. couple of times, almost went over, took it off, and was going to hang it on the front door. Is that right? Yeah. Then we had that one question where we had that snowfall after <laughs> you'd had your cover taken off. Yeah. Well, I, had, I had mine on this past weekend. I woke up in the middle of the night and went, wow, I'm hot. Turned my air conditioner on and... I was able to sleep well after that. I'm sure. I, I just opened the window. <laughs> and the dog's shedding. So when I see the shedding, turn the air conditioner on. Stop the shedding. Stop the shedding. <laughs> oh, shedding! She thinks yeah. it's the winter at that point. So Poor Tundra. Yeah, poor Tundra. She has a really poor tough life. Tundra. we got to make a trip to Shaw's to get some more ice cream. Oh, is that right? Yeah, we're getting low. Is you using that to bribe her in these days, or is she? No, you know, matter of fact, it's kind of she's coming in a lot better. I, 
Well, as it gets hotter outside, you probably won't. Yeah, yeah. And even a couple times, she'd been standing at the door, and usually when I opened the door, she runs away, and I opened the door, and she walked in and went, oh, that was pretty good. And now's the time where you go, nope. <laughs> yes. You should just, just ignore her like she does you. Or you'd see her and run, run inside, yeah. stick your tongue out at her. Yep. And we have a black cat in the property behind us now that has made that its home. Oh, and it just about a foot from the fence just sits there and stares at her. She seems going nuts. nuts at her. I'm going, where do you, you know, go out and go there and go, really, cat? And the cat doesn't even move when I go out there. It's like, really? Like, just run away? And so. She probably doesn't realize she could probably clear that fence, right? <laughs> no, she, yeah, Thunder doesn't realize she yeah. could, but she, she could. She hasn't tried it yet. Because won't that cat be surprised that day that she decides to take the leap over the fence? Yeah. yeah. And the cat will run. <laughs> now, we've yeah, still got a few specials going on out there. So we have our first responders appreciation discount, 10% off any product or services to our doctors, nurses, EMT, paramedics, police officers, firefighters, for all their hard work and sacrifices during this unprecedented time. We have our Advantage program for as low as... 119 a month and uh, don't pay for 90 days and we of course have our seasonal maintenance special that you can get a furnace and air tune up and save $60 uh, I don't know if we can save Lenny's rebates I think they're coming to an end we are getting some questions on government rebates and, and I'm just I respond to my customers um, the best people to answer those questions are the people who are doing the rebate so uh, we use, uh, there's there's Amerispec in, in London, there's the inner guy in London. Call those companies and ask them about their programs directly. Um, I don't want to give you any misinformation because they, they're on the phone with the government all the time. They know what's happening. Best to call and get it from them directly. And there's enough misinformation out there. Absolutely. You know, Program's going to be this much money, and I hear it's this yeah. much money, yeah, and, and I hear it's that much money. We don't know, so get it right, get it right from the people who deal with it every day, and uh, you'll get a, a better answer. It's almost like, should you get a vaccine? Shouldn't you get a vaccine? Which vaccine should you get? I'm, I'm now just kind of zoning it out. I've, I got my vaccine. Yes. I'll wait till I get. People ask you, you know, so what'd you get? I feel. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Well, hey, I didn't feel anything since. The- I was yeah. perfect health. Perfect <laughs> picture of health. Yeah. Yeah. Never affected me when everybody else around here. Can I take the day off? I'm not you feeling wait, well. You wait for number two. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Number two might tell a different story. They'll be interested to, to see. Yeah. Uh, we also got our water heaters for low as 19.85 a month. And we got $50 off any repair. So if you're having a plumbing repair, or you're having a uh, heating air conditioning repair, go to our website, print that coupon off, and give that to the guys, and they can take that off. And again, there are, because we're now uh, servicing Woodstock and the Comfort Guy, we have um, trying to look after their customers for them, uh, as they have retired, per se. So we're down there trying to, if they go to the Comfort Guy website, it will go over to the Roy Inch, or if they call the Comfort Guy phone number, that will come in here as well so that we can look after people. Uh, update on the flood. 
Oh, yeah. There's more? It said twenty-nine to $33,000. Oh. <laughs> it's gone up another 10000 as they opened up walls and, and everything and pulled up all the drywall or, sorry, all the hardwood flooring and now the the flood flooring needs to be replaced because it isn't strong enough to hold what they want to put down and just keeps going. And oh my goodness, because plywood's really cheap these yeah. days. Well, and guess what she says? I'm never buying a fridge with an ice maker ever again. Said, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might be a suggestion. Well, what was the cause of it? Where, where was it leaking? The ice maker valve stuck. Yeah. Just kept filling, so it overflowed the ice maker, then went into the bottom of the fridge, like the inside, and then flowed out. How old was the fridge? Oh, I, I would, she thinks it was there when they moved in the house, but 10 uh, to 12 years, uh, probably. Okay. Yeah, but it wasn't a new... No, and it happened at night, so it wasn't like, you know, they saw the water coming out of the fridge, they woke up in the morning and walked down and went, <gasps> this is what's going on, so... I told her I'd talk about this every Saturday on the show. Right, because yeah. she feels really good about it. Yeah. yeah, I said she should listen. I give updates on how it's going. Yeah, exactly. So, wow. And, and uh, so as they're, they're still in the destruction mode. They haven't started in the rebuilding mode. No, I think rebuilding's next week. Uh, they've, everything's been taken out and disposed of, and they have a big uh, shipping container with all their uh, belongings. Are getting a new kitchen now? Uh, new, they're getting a new floor in the kitchen, living room, entranceway. Didn't didn't hit the cabinetry or anything. Like that? No, no, they were lucky that way. Then okay. down. That had been another thirty thousand all by itself. Then you go down like it's a side split, so you go down four stairs. That whole level, the flooring and the bathroom drywall had to come out because it went down that wall. Wow. Then you go down one more level, and the whole ceiling. Of that and one wall there is is all got to be redone. So, but I, <laughs> I said I walked in. Oh, I said this looked like your house a year ago. <laughs> said, but just but she she just doesn't want you to come over anymore. No, no, she does not want me to come over anymore. But, but anyways, I I hope when it's all said and done, you know, I hope they like what's been done and right. they can relax and enjoy it a little yeah. bit. So. They're doing work outside right now. So. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, but lucky for insurance and having the proper right insurance and so Absolutely. make sure your insurance is up because same thing when a water heater lets go, it can do a lot of damage in the basement once that happens. Short period of time. Yeah. Yes. What's your plans this weekend? Uh, well, we're making a drive up to Kid Garden tomorrow. Yeah, we're doing a little little drive, look around in the area because we're moving, we're doing work up in that area, so yeah. we just want to check some stuff out. And then uh, after after this, I'm, I might probably go for a bike ride. Wow, on the bike trail, or are you gonna head down to Port Stanley? I thought I might bike to Port Stanley. I'm just I'm trying to figure out the best way to get there, whether I go via Shedden. Or whether I just go straight to Port Stanley. Well, there is that. You know, you could go up the Fingal Road and then take the Union Road back in. Yeah, so there's a there's a hill. Yeah, there is a hill there. But you know, remember Shaw's is on the left. I know. When you're going there, make sure. And Mackey's, you know. Yeah. Just just you want to hit those two. Right. Hit those spots. Yeah. Those favorite spots. Okay.
Well, as I said earlier, we're gonna we're gonna end the show a little early so that you can hear the Maggie song by Chris Stapleton because it's a tearjerker. So I you know I don't want to get all choked up on the show and that. But remember, when we're not on the radio, you can reach us by calling in London and St. Thomas at five one nine six eight one twenty four fifty, or in Sarnia at five one nine seven eight six two three seven three, or in Woodstock at 519-533-6057, or you can forget all those numbers and call one eight six six experts or you can get us online at RoyInch.com. You can listen to a podcast of this show at RoyInch.com by hitting the company tab, the above this tab, and you'll see the inch-by-inch inch button. As we say at the shop, life is hard, buy the yard, buy from inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week. Let me tell you a story About an old friend of mine Somebody left her in a shopping cart In a parking lot for us to find Just a fuzzy black pup She was hungry and feeling alone We put her 